Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Taking a look around the NFL on this final episode today of the Steelers Standard. A lot of headlines to sink our teeth into, and then we're also going to look at each division and talk about who we think can realistically win that division um, in this upcoming season. First, just looking at some headlines. I want to start with Tom Brady, though. Brady. Took a little break from training camp for the past couple of weeks. Decided, you know, it's not that important for me to be there. I, Upset a former teammate and Antonio Brown by doing so? That's exactly where I was going. Okay. I mean, who really cares what Brady does at this point, right? Like, if you are a Tampa Bay talk show host or a uh, someone covering the team, you can't have any gripe at all. Like, you Are can, you going to be I, mad I have, that Brady is doing whatever he's doing? Or are you going to be happy that you have Tom Brady listen, as your quarterback? You can try to get the classic take off the ground of... It's crap that he's leaving the team. No special treatment. He needs to be there gelling with these guys. If they want to win a Super Bowl, it starts now in August. You don't win it in February. You do it by putting in the work in the offseason and, and gelling with your team in the training camp period. You can get all those narratives off the ground. And for every single player in the NFL not named Thomas Brady, I think you would be right to have those narratives. But it's Tom freaking Brady. Right. I mean, he has the ability to do whatever. If he wanted to coach the team, I'd probably think about letting him coach the team at this point. Seven Super Bowls. The dude is always in contention. Can't remember the last time he's had a losing season. If he's ever had a losing season. he The worst season he had was when he got injured. I think his... Well, that wasn't even his fault. No, exactly. Like, that was the only time he didn't really, you know, ball out They still also went 10-6 and six that year. Yeah, with Matt Castle. So, like... Tom Brady has earned everything and then some. If he needs special treatment, I'm giving Tom Brady special treatment. And for Antonio Brown to come out. Just to make it about it himself. And it's show what his it always, ass. like what he, it always is. He always does. And say, oh, Tom Brady shouldn't deserve special treatment. Why does he get special treatment? That's BS. You know, he's just like everybody else. In the world. No, he's not, first of all. And second of all, why are you taking pot shots at Tom Brady, AB? This is the guy that said I want A B in Tampa. He let you no live in No one his... else was 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 picking up what you were putting down. He let you live in his freaking house. Yeah. You know, he let you into his house and be your roommate. He won you a Super Bowl. I mean, you helped a lot. I'm not going to take anything away from what you did on that Super Bowl team. You were a great wide receiver and I think you still probably are a great wide receiver. But he was the reason why you got over that hump and got that Super Bowl ring on your finger. I mean, 
don't get it twisted. And I'm not saying that to like, you know, disparage what he did in the Steelers and say, oh, Ben was the reason why you didn't get there. Brady literally was the reason because he would you wouldn't have been on a team with him if it mm-hmm. wasn't for him advocating for it. So you would have been out of a job. Right. So like you owe a lot to Tom Brady. And for him to just come on the back end and be like, oh, he shouldn't get any special treatment. When also, ironically, AB got special treatment when he was in Pittsburgh and didn't have to stay in the dorm rooms and, you know, was able to kind of do his own thing when it came to the training camp process. For him to just come back around and bash Tom Brady, the greatest football player to probably ever live, it's just so classic AB. And you'd think it was absurd if you didn't know AB at this point, where it's it's just now on brand. It's just AB. Yeah, right. It's just AB being AB. At this point, you cannot put anything past him. He compared himself last, what was it, last week or two weeks ago to being Jesus, saying his greatest disappointment in life is never being able to watch himself. Watch himself play. How egotistical do you have to be? That's a great quote, though. It is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But that is just a narcissist in pure form. That's fun narcissism, though. This is the uh, a-hole narcissism when you just take out Tom Brady. No, this isn't narcissism. This is just being, what was me, what was me. When I did it, everyone got upset. Well, yeah, you're not Tom Brady. Sorry. No one is. And I also don't think that this means anything to Tampa Bay. Like, I don't think this is going to hurt their chemistry at all. For the most part, it's the same guys he's been working with the past couple of years. And, I mean, I just... Who... So, so um, Todd Bowles is going to tell Tom Brady no when Tom Brady goes into his office and says, Hey, coach, you know, I have a lot of stuff on my plate coming up with this football season. Uh, I'm dedicating the next four months to you guys. I'm going on vacation with Giselle for two weeks here at the end of August. I'm going to end my summer on a high note. I don't need to go through the camp process. Give the other quarterbacks my reps. Let them come up to speed. You know I'm in shape. You know I'm going to be the GOAT when I come back. Just I, I don't really see the need to be here. Like, is Todd Bowles going to tell him no? Like, Tom Brady do whatever first, he wants. First-year coach in Todd Bowles. I'd say, hey, Tom, as long as you show up and run out of that tunnel week one, week one. I don't care all what that you do. Like, that is all that matters. That's all anyone in Tampa Bay should care about. And I but, think there, that, but there you go. There's the answer. Antonio Brown is not in Tampa Bay. No, he's not. He decided to leave in dramatic fashion by stripping naked on the field and running away against the Jets, which, by the way, a game that Tom Brady came back and won, throwing the ball to like some fifth-string wide receiver throwing because not Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown left. Yeah, so yeah, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will be just fine. I'm not going to uh, hesitate to put them in the playoffs or hesitate to think of them as a Super Bowl contender because of a couple weeks missed in training camp. Nope. That's not... Not going to be the case. Uh, Washington Commanders, news out of there. Defensive end Chase Young placed on the reserve, physically unable to perform list. He will be out the first four weeks of the season. It's tough to hear. A lot of folks didn't think that he was going to be able to get there in week one, but uh, people were hoping to be surprised by maybe an early return in 2022, but his knee is just not up to where it needs to be, and now you worry uh, with an injury like this carrying over from last year right. through the offseason. Given this how year, much he missed last year. Is this guy going to be one of those uber talents that just can't put it together because of an injury problem? Is he is he the next step to it? Oof. Right? Now, he has more pedigree than to it. Right. I think he's got a higher ceiling than to it did, but the injuries remind so, me of to it. I get why you made the, tr- the, the comparison to it given the position, but I was kind of thinking, is he going to be – Someone like Saquon Barkley, who we've seen. Oh, I like that, too, where it's just like this guy could be the best. For for both of them, we really don't know. Because both of their rookie seasons, they they translated their games. Saquon from Penn State, Chase Young from Ohio State. 
They translated their college game into a professional, into the professional level. Saquon, I, I believe, was up for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know if he won it. I think he lost it actually to Baker. Baker won it with Cleveland, but it's hard to win when you're a running back against a quarterback sometimes. But still, he had a monster of a rookie season, and ever since, he's been struggling to get back to that production. Same with Chase Young. Chase Young was drafted, I believe, the year later in 20, or, or two years later in 2020 when he was a rookie with the Commanders or the Washington football team at the time. Had a great year, right? That We were saying that front seven in Washington was top five, maybe second to none among the NFL. Yeah, that's why they went to the playoffs that year and right. lost to It Brady. wasn't because of Tyler, or wasn't Tyler the Henneke? Green Lizard, Tyler Henneke. There you go. A uh, couple other injury guys, Chargers defensive back J.C. Jackson, the big signing that they uh, landed this offseason, uh, out with ankle surgery for two to four weeks, so he'll probably miss the start of the season, or if it's on that early end of recovery, he might be able to work his way back for week one. This one is just tough to hear, even though it makes you smile because it's your arch rival. Gus Edwards, placed on the reserve, physically unable to perform list. Ravens lose another running back to start the season. At least the first four weeks he's out. The earliest you'll see Edwards is week five um, for the Ravens. They still have Dobbins, obviously, but he's working his way back from he, injury. Yeah, right. He's also Lamar maybe Jackson's working his way back from injury. They were the most injury-plagued team last year in the NFL, so it is probably not a welcome sight to Ravens fans to see this news from Gus Edwards pop across their ticker today. No, not at all. And before I finish talking about Gus Edwards, the J.C. Jackson news for the Chargers has to be frustrating. You brought this guy in as one of the top uh, commodities in free agency this year, and to possibly start the season without him would be a huge blow to you. But now into Gus Edwards, the Ravens... I'd be I'd be scared if I were the Ravens. Me too. I would be too. I I I think um, they have so much talent, but it just seems to be this injury problem that they can't get over is really plaguing them a lot. So I I would be a little bit nervous as well if I was Baltimore. But you know I I think if they just you know get away with one or two injuries, normal if they can go through a normal injury sure. cycle in the NFL. They'll be fine. Last year was anything but normal with almost their entire legitimate top 10 players going out with injury uh, on that team. Browns' Miles Garrett quoted on facing Baker Mayfield in Week 1. Baker Mayfield named the starter for the Carolina Panthers just a couple of days ago, and they will play host to his former team, the Cleveland Browns. He said, quote, there's no rivalry there. Okay, There isn't. You don't think there's a little rivalry there? There's no rivalry, but there's a story there. You don't think Baker Mayfield wants to go out and do his damnedest to beat Cleveland week one, hand them an L? Well, okay. There is no Carolina-Cleveland rivalry. No, right? no, 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 no. I'm talking about Garrett-Browns versus Baker rivalry. There's definitely one. For sure. Baker thinks so. For sure. I can guarantee that. I think Baker's going to do it. I think he's going to end up beating the Browns. I think Baker's going to be a decent quarterback in Carolina this year. I don't think they're going to do anything as far as threatening Tampa Bay or even maybe threaten New Orleans for the number two spot in that division. But I think they're going to be a better team than they were, and I think he's going to be much improved from what they had last year with Darnold and then the, the Cam Newton experiment as well. Well, the Cam Newton thing was just... He was done. They were desperate. Yeah, was they had done. nothing left to do. I mean, obviously, Darnold wasn't working. The Cam Newton thing, yeah. Cam, I think, is done in this league, which is weird because he's only been around for about 10 years or so, and his career is already over. But yeah, I, I don't know if I would say... like. 
Okay, so Baker and the Browns last year went what seven and ten, or eight and nine, I believe. Yes. So they were pretty close to being a five hundred team, possibly making it to the playoffs. Do you really think Baker could do that much better in Carolina? I think the Browns roster was better, so no. Mm-hmm. I could see him winning six games in Carolina, though six or seven games. Have so the, have the Carolina team on the last year started three and zero, and then they just and then finished six and eleven. Yeah. So they won their first three and then won three the rest of the way. I could see them going six and eleven this year, but in a different way, where you just like can methodically get six wins. If Christian and... McCaffrey is healthy for the whole season, well, that's something that's not going to happen. So I don't even know if we should th- deal in such hypotheticals because it just never happens for that guy. He never stays healthy for an entire season. Uh, only happened one time in his whole only career. Only one time yeah. in his entire career, and that's why you should not pick him number one overall in your fantasy drafts. I don't plan He's on it. He's going number one in a lot, but I would avoid him. Hall of Fame quarterback Len Dawson passed away today at age 87. He was Super Bowl four MVP and hoisted the Chiefs' first Lombardi trophy. Yeah, uh, we were not even um, thoughts in our parents' brains whenever Len Dawson was hoisting that trophy. I don't know if, so what, that would have been like 67, 68? I don't remember, Super Bowl four. My dad was, my dad was an infant. Same. So here's the only reason I bring him up, though. We all know the famous picture, right? Halftime, of course, smoking the cigarette, fresca on his on the floor. That's when men were men, and that's when football was a real football. When you could smoke cigs in the locker room at halftime, and, and half-time, then go out and win the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, right. You could eat a filet mignon at halftime for a Super Bowl. Now well, guys like take naps. People got really mad at Evan McPherson this past year, the the Bengals kicker, for going out to watch the uh, Kendrick Lamar and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg halftime show. Back then, yeah, it was a lot cooler, obviously. One last headline before we get to looking at each division. Bills quarterback Josh Allen aiming to improve ball placement in 2022. Quote, I got to be honed in on that. Well, buddy, I thought you were pretty honed in on your ball placement in 2021. So if you think you need to get even better at that, it's going to be a scary year for the rest of the NFL. He's my reason. He's my pick to win MVP. I know it's kind of chalky, but I just think he's going to put up some disturbingly good numbers. Did you see the one throw he had in the preseason game? Uh, last week where he escaped the pressure and then just like didn't even try to throw it but like 50 yards down the field on a dime right into his receiver's lap Gabe Davis touchdown easy money for the the Bills Uh, you're gonna see that a lot this year he makes it look so effortless I know he's your favorite to win MVP but we've been saying for a while that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback hasn't won an MVP since his MVP season and we were saying this guy this guy could win MVP every single year. So you really never know in the NFL. No, old man Rodgers has won the past two. Right, which is ridiculous. And I don't know why Brady didn't win last year, to be honest with you. He led I mean, Brady, could win it. Brady honestly could win it this year. Tough award to win. Most likely going to go to a quarterback, though, and I think Josh Allen. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but 
All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Is right there. All right, quickly, we're going to look through each division in the NFL, and we're going to talk about how many teams we realistically think can be crowned that division champion. Let's start at home in the AFC North. I hate to say it, Steelers Nation, but I really only got two realistic teams winning this thing, and that's Baltimore and Cincinnati. With the suspension to Deshaun Watson, I think Cleveland's out, and with the uncertainty with a lot of positions for the Steelers, I, I think the Steelers are out as well. So I got two for the AFC North. It's a tough. You want to say three? I know. No, do. I do not want to say, say one. No, you you should say two. We should say two, but given the the health concerns for the Ravens. However, you don't know how well the Cincinnati Bengals are going to rebound after a Super Bowl year. That Super Bowl hangover is real. Sometimes it really can bite a team in the ass. So I'll say two, but I'm not so confident on either. Like, it's kind of going to be, you know, one team is just going to step up. If the Ravens stay healthy, I would just say it's easily the Ravens. Yeah, I think the Ravens are my favorite to win. Also, when we do this segment next year, we're we're, going to say one, right? It's going to be the Browns. I think it's going to be the Browns. Well, no, because it's realistically. And I can realistically see the Bengals as long as Burrow's healthy and they keep that trio of wide receivers together. I, I could realistically see them pushing to win that division each year. You know, I, I wouldn't be shocked sure. if they continue to. If Lamar is there. But the Browns will be the favorite next year. It'll be, for sure, the Browns thrown in as the uh, the favorite next year. AFC East, I only have one team realistically able to win this division. I think the Dolphins and the Patriots will be good teams. But I just think the Bills are going to run away with that thing. I would not be surprised if the Bills are like 14-3, 15-2 this year. Just a juggernaut of a team that, that kind of walks its way to that number one seed. Especially when you think about what Kansas City has to go through now in their own division. If I was going to make it a second team, I'd probably make it the Dolphins. But I just don't think any of them can catch Buffalo. Yeah, it's it's going to be one for Buffalo. It's just, the question is... How many other teams from that division make it to the playoffs? Could be zero. It could be zero, but it could also be two more. Like, I could right. see both the Patriots and the Dolphins. Yeah, the only way that the Bills lose this division is if Josh Allen goes down. The Dolphins on paper are the second best team on this division, For but sure. do you have more confidence in the Patriots to get the job done? I have more confidence only in Bill Belichick. Okay. Again, I've said it so many times. I don't have the confidence in Matt Not Jones. Not Matt Jones, but the pieces around him, you know. Well, uh, Matthew you, Judon on the defensive side of the ball. We it's been brought up to us that this offense in New England is apparently atrociously bad. Yeah, it is just not clicking. They're going right. to run the ball a ton. What was the game last year again? Was it Buffalo where they ran the ball? It was like the Navy offense. They right. ran the ball like right, a thousand right, times. Right. And you knew it like two times. He, like what was it? Bill Belichick wore a Navy like hoodie. Yeah, and he just start. ran and ran and ran. Like, and it ran. was like everyone was saying. He was telling you their game plan, and he still ran for 200 yards and won the game. And he won the game doing that, right. which is just absurd. Because the wind, the it was winds yeah, in it was, New England, right? Yeah, it was really insanely bad, bad weather. Um, and it was because of that game because they beat the Bills that game. It was because of that game where I was saying, "Oh, I wouldn't be so shocked when it was the wild card round. Huh. If the Patriots could go into Buffalo, huh. 
I was wrong. Yeah, they. I was I was brutally wrong. Right, that's now considered like the perfect game. That was twenty years of frontier justice delivered sure. in New England's mouth because of all the time that Brady tortured that Buffalo Bills team. It was a little bit of payback for Buffalo there, but. Uh, yeah, Buffalo is the only team that can realistically win the AFC East, uh, this year at least. Um, the Dolphins, maybe they surprise us. Tua, it's all on Tua, really. They, the pieces around him are there to be are good there, absolutely. to win. It, it's just a matter of if the quarterback's good enough or not. And Right now, I'd probably put Tua as the number three quarterback in that division. i put him number two. You'd put him ahead of Mac? i put him ahead of Mac. Mac yeah. had a better year than Tua ever has, though. Mac got to play the full year last year. Tua did have to split with Ryan Fitzpatrick in right. his first year and was not as good as Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, they were better when Fitzpatrick was in for the most part. But Tua, what, they started off 1-7 and seven last year, turned it he around. He did rally them. Yeah. Yep, they won like six or seven also, straight games. Also, I really, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's fair to say I love to see what Tua can do with Tyreek Hill. Like, if you were to put Tyreek Hill in New England, see what Mac Jones can do, but that's just the way things happened. Give to a, a guy like Tyreek Hill, see how much you can do with it. The AFC South, I got two teams realistically winning that, the Colts sure. or the Titans. I think this is probably the second-worst division in all of football, though. Well, just because it's two teams who can win it and two teams who are going to finish at the very bottom of the standings. I, I'm i a little— you, you like the Jaguars. I think they'll be better this year. You I like do. the Jaguars. Just, it's a more stable situation. Right. They have a legitimate head coach now with Peterson. Uh, their defensive front is good. I mean, they've spent so much draft capital on those guys the past couple of years that they're just inevitably going to be good on that side of the ball. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to improve a bit this year. I'm not saying that they're going to be like 9-8 and eight and they're going to push people, but I could see them winning five games this year and looking like an improved football team. But, yeah, I mean, it's Colts. I think Colts are my favorite for sure. Um, and I just can't not put the Titans in as a realistic possibility to win the division when they've done it the past couple of years. And Derrick Henry is still the king, and he will be back at full strength, we assume. Um, Tannehill had such a terrible showing against the Bengals in that playoff loss uh, when he threw four interceptions. But we've seen Tannehill the past couple of years do good things as well and, and sure. win divisions for the Titans. So I, I don't have the balls to say that there's only one in this division and the Colts are going to win it running away even though I think on paper they're by far the best team of these four in the South. But I'll give the Titans a legit chance to to repeat as the South champion. I might lean the Colts. I think the Colts are going to win it, for sure. Yeah. But I think you have to list two teams. Well, as yeah, far for as sure. Realistic. If Derrick Henry doesn't go down with an injury last year, the guy leads his teams to the playoffs. Was going to rush he for wins, over 2,000 yards. He, he probably win MVP. wins MVP. He finished, and they don't lose didn't he that finish game like against, sixth rushing anyway without playing? He half fin, the I think top ten or something yeah. like that. It was ridiculous. He was leading the league in rushing for like four weeks past his right. Injury. It took a while for, for I think it was catch Joe up. Mixon who caught him. Eventually. No, it was Taylor. It was Jonathan Taylor. Oh right, yeah. you're right, you're right. But still, so then beyond Taylor, it took another three weeks for Joe Mixon. I think what that a, was a story. Just out loud thinking like, what a throwback for the top two teams in that division. Just run heavy stud Love running it. backs, right? Love and it. then you have quarterbacks that you just help manage. But, but they're both the, different. Like Henry and, and Taylor are different. They are, but here's the thing. Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Taylor. Right. And that's why you have more faith in the Colts. But again, if Derrick Henry stays healthy, the formula is there. Yes. You just feed the king. If he if he is able to come back, because did they rush him back from injury last year? Probably. Right? Probably. In that game. Well, it's playoffs, so I get it. But yeah, they did. If he's able to now take this entire offseason to come back fully rehabilitate. He comes out week one fresh like he was last year. Look out, Lee. If he stays healthy, 
That team wins the 2,000 yards. MVP. Yep, I think so, too. Uh, at AFC West, all four. All four teams can win this division. No question in my mind. Do you really put the Raiders on the same yes. playing field as yes. the other three? I do. I might I might have to go three here. Max Jones, or Max Crosby, That's Chandler cool. Jones. I mean, they have the pieces on the That was a good combo de- you just came I up know. with. They have the Max Jones combo. They've got the pieces on defense. Derek Carr is the most underrated quarterback still in the NFL. They have the best receiver in football maybe that he can work with. Josh Jacobs is a really good running back. Derek Waller is a great tight end. They did just announce, too, I think Kenyon Drake will not be returning. I think he— Don't need him. No, you don't, but that allows Josh Jacobs to, now to kind of take now, over yeah. fully as RB1. It was weird. In the Hall of Fame game against Jacksonville, did you notice Josh Jacobs was getting like 10 carries in the first quarter and like running all over Jacksonville? And I was like, dude, he's number one RB. Why is he playing so much? He looks good, though. And I, I, I think that Vegas, I think Chargers Chiefs will be one of those two will end up winning it. But, dude, it, all four of these teams can win this division. They have the talent to do so. I might just put them a little bit below. See, I think the Raiders are better than the Broncos. Wow. I do. Like, look at Wilson and look at Carr the past two years. It's not absurdly different. It is favoring Wilson, but it's not absurdly, you know. This is just what Denver does in the Elway GM era. He brings in a guy that he knows he can help his team. I'm going to put Broncos ahead. But again, Tom. So you're going to go three. Now that I'm talking about it, I might even just say two. Like, when you really think about it, just Chiefs Chargers. When you really think about it, who can win this division? Yes, they're all good teams. Yes, they all have the, they for sure all have a chance to make it to the playoffs, but winning the division, I might just go two. In the NFC side of things, the NFC North, you're going to hate me, but I'm going two. I know you're only going to go one. With I'm going to go one. Green Bay might not be as good as they have been in the past, although talking about Williamson, he said they're going to be different than they were in the past. They're going to be more of a run-heavy, defensively sound <laughs> football team that doesn't have Rodgers have to go out there and just win games on his own, so... Green Bay, for sure, is my favorite to win it. I think they will win it. I think the Vikings have a legit shot. They've got so many weapons on offense, and now they have a new coach in Kevin O'Connell. I just can't help but think to myself that this Vikings team, with the change in coaching staff, is going to be a little bit more rejuvenated this year. Going to be better off uh, to fight with Green Bay. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions creep in there a little bit in the NFC North. I don't want to put them as far as a realistic team to win this division. But I just think that, you know, the Detroit Lions are improving every single year. They play for Dan Campbell. They have good talent on that team now. I just think that the Lions are going to be a team that makes a little bit of noise. Again, not to the point where I could see them realistically winning the North, but I don't think they're going to finish in the basement either. I think the Bears are going to end up finishing in that basement. But, yeah, Packers, Vikings, two teams that I see winning that division or could win that division – then I got the Lions, not realistically able to win it, but going to get you better. you like them. They're going to get better this year, and then I think the Bears are safe in the basement. I just got Packers. You just like the Packers? Do you like the Vikings to finish second? And, Probably. And contend for five, six, like or seven? I do like what I've seen out of Justin Fields this preseason. He seems to have kind of gained his footing a little Turned bit a little compared corner, to last maybe. year. The, the tricky thing with the Vikings is it's every five to six years. They do good. and win They the come division. back, and they, they have a, a steal it, a steal division. And maybe this year things line up where they have that perfect timing, plus with no Devontae Adams and Green Bay, they could really take advantage of that. 
But you're going just Green Bay. Just, just Green one. Bay. Yeah. NFC South, you're going to go one again. I'm going to go one again on this That's one. That's maybe the Tam- easiest one. I think that is, as a whole, probably the weakest division in football just because I don't think the Saints are going to be much better than they were last year. Carolina is not going to be good, and Atlanta is not going to be good. So uh, you could argue between the South and the AFC and the East or the uh, South and the NFC for the worst division. Uh, maybe it's the South and the AFC just because of what you got at the top of the NFC South and, and Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, but there's no realistic chance that any of the other teams win this thing but Tom Brady. I'll give the Saints a chance to be the sixth or the seventh seed and be a wild card, but there's just no way that they're going to be able to catch Tom, health permitting, and he doesn't you know become a 45-year-old man overnight and just uh, breaks his clavicle and can't play in the game. So given how weak the NFC is, I was about to say, Put the Saints in for a seven seed fighting for that. Because I was saying, well, you're going to get some teams from the West for sure. But when you look at it, the, the NFC across the board, really the only division that's truly competitive is the NFC West. I know we're, we're probably going to hit the, the East right after this. We'll pick two. Two in the East. The Eagles and the Cowboys. But you're having two from the West, or you're having two from the East, maybe two from the North. Like, the, the the NFC is just a, a completely lesser competitive field compared to the AFC. So, I was trying to talk myself into saying the Saints could be a team fighting, like, on the outside looking in for that seventh seed. But given just overall the the state of the NFC, they probably could finish as a sixth seed. I think but, it, but overall for that division, I'd say it's the easiest one to just say there's one team who wins. Yeah, NFC East, like we said, we're going to pick two. Uh, Dallas, I think, is the favorite to win it this year, but I think the Eagles have gotten much better, and I'm really high on Jalen Hurts. So I would not be surprised if the Eagles dethrone Dallas. And you say it all the time, there hasn't been a repeat champion in the NFC East in, what, like two decades now? They just keep trading it back It's and been forth. since 2004 when the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. That there hasn't been a repeat yep. NFC East champion. So Do you think this is the year? I do. I think Dallas does end up winning it, but I think the Eagles are going to be better. I think the Eagles will be the five seed. Like I think they'll be the best of the wild cards. I think they're a team really on the really? rise, and I love. You're how not going to put San Francisco up there. Eagles, Niners. Or what if the Cardinals start off like ten and one? See, I'm not as high on the Cardinals this year. I think everybody is down on the Cardinals this year because yeah. they've done it two years in a row yeah. now. Eagles, Niners, I think are my favorite top two wild card potential teams. Niners could potentially win the division though in the West, but I just think the Eagles are a really improved team this year, and I, I think AJ Brown's going to help Jalen Hurts a ton. I mean, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith—that's a really good one-two punch at the wide receiver position. They have Dallas Goddard. They have an underrated running back in Miles Sanders. Uh, if Hurts struggled to stay healthy, though. if Hurts can put it all together, I think they're going to be a really formidable and you like team. We, they, went we to always, the play, they went to the playoffs last year. We always compare Hurts and Tua for obvious reasons, but you like Hurts a lot more than I Tua. do. Like Hurts more than Tua, I think I do as well. He's gotten to the playoffs before. Right. Tua hasn't, so he's at least a little bit further ahead in that aspect than his old Alabama brethren. Uh, NFC West, last but not least, I'm only going two. I'm telling you, I'm not high on the Cardinals. No, I'm only going to go two as well, but. Wouldn't be shocked if the Cardinals stumbled their way into the playoffs. I might hot take this and only go one, though. With the uncertainty with Trey Lance and how you don't know how that's going to shake out, I think you'll make the playoffs in San Francisco, but the Rams just might have a vice grip on that division. Although, there is problems with Matt Stafford's elbow that you have to worry about if you're in L.A. For sure. And honestly, too, though, subbing in Trey Lance for Jimmy G, only if Trey Lance is a complete bust, right? 
if that happens, where I don't he's think that's a, possible either. Where like, he's a really bad quarterback, then I could say, yeah, it's just the Rams. I wouldn't see them possibly making that switch if there was even a chance he's a bust. You know, like he's shown for that sure, he's not for yeah. sure. But if something goes terribly wrong, I'm saying if 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 he's just decent enough, that Niners team around him and that coaching staff around him is good enough to say, hey, we're not gonna just be number two here to the Rams. I think they are good enough as a whole to beat out the Rams possibly almost any year, especially like you said, like you brought up, if Matt Stafford is dealing with that elbow injury. Remember, Ben Roethlisberger, when he had the elbow problem, it started like this, little discomfort in the training camp process. And, and then it, once that, what was it, the game against Seattle, Seattle. week two, that was it. So Could have made it the whole game. Some cautious times in, in L.A. for their uh, star quarterback for sure. Season is right around the corner, guys. We're just a couple Thursdays away from that Rams and Bills opening night matchup, so we are getting there fast, and only one more week of preseason left to go. We'll be back again later this week to preview the Steelers and the Lions matchup this coming Sunday at Akershore Stadium, the preseason finale. Until then, thank you so much for giving us a listen to these couple of episodes. He's Jacob Recht. I am Tom Opperman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.